excited. Doing? I was in like a silly mood today. So we'll see what happens. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's going to get wild tonight. Wild. Sav's going to get wild. <laughs> Sav gone wild. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, hello and welcome. Hi. <laughs> This is not your mom's theology. <gasps> wow. Ooh. I love it. <laughs> I don't know why I want to always say, did you ever watch um, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, all the time. I literally wanted to be like, this is not your mom's theology where the point, what is it? Where the, some things made up and the points don't ma- mm-hmm. matter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to say that Maybe every a time. tagline or something. This is where the points don't matter. <laughs> oh, okay. Ooh, I like this one that we're going to talk about today. I love not knowing. I was thinking about that today. I was like, I never know what we're going to talk about, but I kind of like that. That's kind of fun. Mm-hmm. I think in this season of the podcast, it's kind of fun to do the whole like story. Like, here's mm-hmm. a story. Here's here's a journey I've been on. And then you get to talk about your journey. Yeah. And, but then like... I don't know. I feel like in future episodes we can be like, "This is the guess what I overheard today corner." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> oh, is, yeah. I've got those. You got those. <laughs> like, guess what I saw on Instagram? Oh my gosh! Actually, <laughs> I saved this ages ago to talk to you about it, Ooh, and then I me. could not remember to ever talk to you about it. Now I have to go so far back in my photos to find this screenshot. And I swear if it's gone. No, I got it. Here it wow. is. Oh my gosh. It's so good. We're getting into the serious stuff straight away. It is, it is one of those days. <laughs> You're in a goofy mood. And I'm like, let me tell you how Christianity is ruining the world. <laughs> yeah. This is great. Great mood. This is great. We're in what? 30 seconds in. Here we go. Somebody posted this. Um, and they're a lovely person, and I am very proud of. <laughs> I Thank you for this. Wait, I need a disclaimer just in case they listen. It's not that what they posted, they posted someone else's thing. So it's not their own words, but it triggered something in me. Not, it wasn't triggering, but it like triggered a reaction in me. That I was like, oh, I want to talk to Sav about this. It's okay. not that what they did was they didn't do anything wrong. Okay. Just to, okay. just to disclaim, <laughs> you know who you are. You're fine. You're amazing. I'm so proud of you. Okay. Um, but they posted someone else's um words uh that said, be so confident in God's plan that you don't even get upset anymore when things don't go your way. Mm. And I immediately was like, Wait, are we supposed to be emotionalist robots? Is that the end goal? Is mm. to be like going through life, head held high, nothing can phase me. You can be like, oh my gosh, there's a war. And it's like, it's okay, because we have God's plan. Like <laughs> the earth is oh, like man. on fire. It's okay. Yep. God has a plan. Like I am so confident. I'm not mm. even phased. Mm-hmm. I'm not even phased by anything. And I was like, that's not healthy. Mm-mm. Your emotions are healthy. Mm-hmm. Like they're a, they're an indicator of of what's going on inside of you. And it's yep. not a bad thing to have emotions. It's not a bad thing to be emotional. Mm-hmm. Like it's just oh, yeah. it is what it is. We all have different makeups. Some of us are more in tune to our emotions than others. And like I oh, it just like hit a yeah, nerve. That hits a nerve in me, right? Like, big time. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I just, especially I, yeah. for you. I grew up, and I was like, "Where my mom is very, I love her to death, but she's very much just like everything's great. The yeah. world could be on fire around her, and she's like, yes. I got God. It's okay. I'm gonna pray about it. I'm fine. Yes. If I had that like peace around me, that'd be great. But I don't know. I grew up, and I just didn't. I never cried. I was like, I pr- I prided myself in not crying. I was like, I'm yes. fine. I'm great. Yeah. I'm always good. I'm happy. Nothing's wrong. Oh my god! And then like, <laughs> get to my thirties, I'm like, actually, wait. I've got all this built up emotion <laughs> that has to come out now, and a lot of yes. changes need to happen. Oh man! So I am all about feeling your emotions. Yes. If you feel it, yeah. <laughs> Let it out. Like, don't put it away. Don't push it down. No. 
That's it's there for a reason. It is. We're human. We're not supposed to be fine all the time. No. Like, no. If we are, then yeah, are we like emotionless robots? Yeah. Then you're AI. Yeah. Like, that's fine. I love chat GPT. Yeah. Whatever you told me about it. <laughs> I've been using chat it. Chat GPT. That's not what we are. But we're not that. No. No. I actually like love it when people get emotional or yeah. like love it when people like disagree or. Yeah. Have a different opinion. It's like, yeah. oh, you're, you have a personality and you have emotions. You actually can't connect to a person that doesn't connect to their emotions ever. Mm-hmm. That just goes, I'm so confident in God's plan that I'm not phased yeah. by the fact that we didn't get the house or mm-hmm. we, you know, this thing didn't happen or, you know, crisis happens in our lives. Like you, you just sit there stoically and just. Yeah don't feel it, and then everyone else is feeling it and has to go mm-hmm. elsewhere to connect with somebody about the feelings yeah. because you can't feel it. You and don't you do. <laughs> like, no. that's, not, that's not ideal. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's not how human relationships work. No. You know, where no. it's like, and if human relationships don't work that way where you just don't feel anything ever and you just stoically stare at someone while they like tell you all their problems and just go, well, you should have more confidence in God's plans. Um, Cool. (laughs) Not only does that not work, then we can only relate to God the way we relate to people. That's all we have to go Mm -hmm. on. You can't can't relate to God not as a human, like you as a human. That's the only way you can relate to Him. So if you're trying to relate to Him without emotions, Mm -hmm. there's no connection there either. That's just ritual at that point. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm Mm -hmm. like, what... What's that do for anybody? I don't know. I just remember like so many times growing up in Christianity being like, you need to die to yourself. Oh my God. I don't know. I just have a very vivid memory of that. And it's like. Of a certain person standing on stage going, die, die. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. And it's like, whoa. It's like, yeah, I need, in the moment, I was like, yeah. I need to die to myself. Yeah, so like, impactful. Yeah, so impactful. And I was like, yeah, I need to push this all aside. I, why am I feeling these things? Like, I need to die mm. to myself. And then <laughs> I lost myself in the process. Oh, yeah. And then. Because you can't be a person. No. Because <laughs> I'm not have die to myself. Yeah. It's not possible. So then it takes years to recover from that. Yeah. Still, I'm finding myself. Yes. But. I don't want to die to my emotions. No. At all. No. Talk about a triggering phrase. Triggering Christian phrases. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think we could do a whole podcast (laughs) on triggering Christian phrases. We could. (laughs) That is one of them. You just need to die to yourself. Yeah. Like, do you know what that means? Mm. Like, what does it mean? Mm. Can anyone, I, I would love, I would love, an actual deep understanding of what mm-hmm. that is supposed to mean because people use it, first of all, very flippantly. Yeah. And second of all, in very varying degrees, like mm-hmm. die to yourself because you want something that's not good for you, die to yourself because you're being emotional, yeah. die yeah. to yourself because you're being selfish, which is the fun Christian way of saying, oh, you're trying to set up boundaries. <gasps> <laughs> The devil has boundaries. <laughs> yeah, you so selfish. Right so now. selfish. You don't have boundaries. You may oh. not have boundaries. You may run yourself into the ground. Yeah. But that's for the Lord. For the Lord. So okay. <laughs> that's another one. <laughs> the Lord. Oh, I can't. Oh, gosh. This is going to just be one of those nights where yeah. <laughs> we keep saying really triggering things. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, Okay, well, before we get into anything super serious, Mm -hmm. this one's actually, what we're going to talk about today is not, um, there's no book that I've read. There's no recommendations in that sense of, um, I'm going to have podcast recommendations because I always do, (laughs) but um, there's no history lesson. I've got no, like, in such and such year, none of that's happening. Um, so it's not going to be too, it's not going to be like a, I don't think it'll be a heavy conversation, okay. but I think it's a really pivotal pivotal part of the journey. Okay, um, cool. But we'll get to that. Before we get to that, 
I have to ask you a very serious question. You know I come up with these on the spot, right? No. Every time that I want to ask you a very serious question. And I'm like, they one day I'm going to run out of things to you ask. You probably won't. I will. It'll happen. Um, but not yet. Um, oh, you know what I'll do is I'll Google. I'll ask ChatGBT, can you come up with? <laughs> yeah. Can you give me 10 random questions to ask a person? Yeah. <laughs> and they'll give you then, great questions. It will. It's. Apparently, oh, I just read something today. Sorry. I'm going to ask you a question in a second. Okay. But I'm very distracted, apparently. <laughs> um, I read an article today that, excuse me, um, that put, they put chat GPT, a research group or whatever, put chat GPT against a group of physicians to mm. answer like common patient questions. And then the answers were put to like a board of people to decide which answers were the most empathetic. And Chat GPT like ridiculously won. Like what? 80% of participants would choose the Chat GPT answer. And I they're love like, Chat GPT is more <laughs> empathetic. And one of the doctors was like, not surprised. He was like, yeah, of course, because it has the luxury of time. It immediately can answer where a physician only has Mm -hmm. a second and in the middle of our day. And your question is like, I have a headache. You know, chat GPT will be like, I'm so sorry your head hurts. We're like, a doctor's not going to do that. (laughs) Wow. That's (laughs) really interesting. It's so interesting. I'm like, wow, chat Chat GPT. So if I'm, you know, needing a bit of empathy, I'm going to reach out. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, chat GPT, I'm not feeling good today. What are you going to say? I wonder if you asked him questions about Christianity and dying to yourself, what he would say. He it he, would say. Of course, look so at you. Just, he, you sorry. succumbed to the patriarchy. <laughs> I did. You went, if, it, if it's a I leader, did. if it's a world leader, I it's a man. Back. It, they, it. whatever it is. wonder what it would say. Chat GPT, do you know how to die to yourself? <laughs> wonder, I'm interested. We'll, we'll do it after this. We will do this. Yes, okay. I want to. I actually want to know what that answer is, mm-hmm. and then we can put it on the Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> this is what Chat GPT yeah, says about says. dying to yourself. <laughs> it's going to be like, I'm sorry, I don't understand the yeah. question. Yeah, <laughs> um, I hope it gives an answer. Uh, anyway, mm-hmm. the, my question for question. you is: Do you ever use um, self tanner? Oh, wow, what a good question. Um, on my from my neck down, never. I tan really well. Yes, you mom. Do. She tans also very well. I just soak up oh. the sun. I'm like a gecko. A gecko. Yeah. Someone called little, me that literally two days ago. I was like, that's actually a really lizard good. Thing. Out in the yeah. sun, just soaking it up. Just soaks it right up. Aww. But on my face, because you know I'm trying to protect wrinkles, I mm-hmm. use sunscreen. So mm-hmm. I do use a couple of self tanner drops in my moisturizer. Oh, and I mix it up at night and just rub it on my face. Oh, so I do do that, but it's gosh. like very subtle. I would have never known. Mm-hmm. I'm actually shocked. Yeah, and it's actually nice because I don't really feel like I have to wear anything else, like makeup or anything. No. Yeah, you're all glowy and yeah. tan. Mm-hmm. What um what self tanner is it? It's called, ooh, that's a good question. Because you're saying drops, and I'm immediately yes. like, this is not the self-tanner I know. No, it's just literally, it's meant to be mixed with like a moisturizer. Oh. I think it's called Tan Lux. That's oh, mm-hmm. okay. Tan Lux, yes. everyone. Tan Lux. That's the winner, because let me tell you right now, Sav is Tan Lux. <laughs> she is the luxury version of Tan. Oh, wow. <laughs> I love the sun. You do. I, do. I need, I just, I feel like... I'm out in it. I'm doing my duty, you know, mm-hmm. to get the to get the golden rays. <laughs> and my skin is just like, you will be white. Like we will fight you until like it hits like August. Okay. And then all of a sudden everyone's like, wow, you look really tan. And I'm like, I'm gonna be this tan for one month. And then once <laughs> enjoy I'm it. And they're like, enjoy it, everyone. Come and look at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm wearing my shorts. This is, yes. I'm just walking around in a bathing suit yeah. at work. Like, everyone come and see my tan. It will be gone soon. And then it just goes away. Oh. The second, I mean, let's be honest. 
I'm pushing it because it's not, we, we live in California. Mm-hmm. It's like October before okay. we even start to think about it cooling down and yeah. not going to the beach. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's probably October that okay. is the end of my tanning. Mm. And within about a month of not being at the beach, I'm no longer tan. Okay. It's all gone. Ugh. All gone. That's really sad. It's really sad. <laughs> And I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> I don't know Somebody either. Help. <laughs> you can use um, self tanner. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to, and I wouldn't help. I'm <laughs> pretty scared. I'm terrified of it too because I for sure would mess it up. You got to exfoliate. You got to like rub it on with a mitt or something. Yeah. I don't know. There's like don't ways me. to do it. Okay, so for like a very short amount of time, I used like a foam self tanner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Randomly, I want to say it was 2020. It was look, we were all going through some stuff, you <laughs> yeah. know. So it yeah. was, it's I was like, it's good trial and error time yeah. too. No one's gonna see no you. No one's gonna see me. <laughs> this streaky. doesn't matter. Everyone is just like expecting weird things of those around them. Like, oh, you cut your own bangs. Okay, that's <laughs> wow, fine. they look great. Like, oh, you're doing something different. Oh, you're you're dying your own hair now. Okay, like that's fine. People's nails were weird because yeah. they were like, I've never had to do my own nails. <laughs> wow, you're orange. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah, it was a really, really weird time. And so I was like, nobody's going to bat an eye at mm-hmm. my self-tanning yeah. antics. And it actually went pretty well, but I don't, I don't know if I just blocked it from my memory or <laughs> what happened, but I, like, I don't remember how I did it and uh, how it went pretty well. So now okay. I don't want to try again because I don't have confidence yeah. in it because people see me on a regular basis yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, I wonder. Yeah. It's got to be a like easy way out there to do it. You know what? I think the brand of drops that I get for my face, you can get for your body. Ooh, and put like just, in your lotion? Yeah, so it can be really <gasps> subtle. Like I can't mess up this thing on my face. Like yeah. I would probably mess it up if it was like a foam, but this is like, you just it's just like you're putting moisturizer yeah. on. As long as you get it everywhere, you're fine. Then you're fine. And I so, would never know that yeah. your face is, mm-hmm. I'm like, I expect you should be like Janice. I have never used a self-tanner in my whole entire <laughs> yeah. life. Like, I Which never I wish I didn't on my face, but, you know, everyone's like, oh, the sun and sprinkles. Yeah. And, like, I probably, yeah. if people didn't say that, I probably wouldn't wear sunscreen. Ooh. But I've self-come to, what's, what's it called? To, to peer pressure. Peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> what's it called? What's it called? <laughs> dun, 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 no dun. sunscreen. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but my face is very white compared to the rest of my body. So wow. it's just nice to have a little glow it, yeah. in the morning when I wake up at 4.30 in the morning. It's oh. nice to be like, oh, look, you're not dead. <laughs> it's very, very early and you're glowing. You're glowing. You're like, That's I love crazy. this. It's perfect. Yeah. It's the time yeah. I wanted to wake up. Yeah. I know. I feel really good at 4.30 yeah. in the morning. Fresh. Fresh. Glowing from the inside out. Mm-hmm. No, just really from the outside. It's just, yeah. <laughs> My insides are dead. Yeah. My outside look great. Yeah. I'm glowing. Oh, wow. Well, this is helpful information. Yeah. And I'm going to look this up yeah. because now I'm really interested. Mm-hmm. And my face is also whiter than my already white body uh, because I also use sunscreen <laughs> on my face. And um, that would be nice to even it out a bit. Yeah. And I'm just like neutrally white yeah. instead of <laughs> shockingly white. <laughs> neutrally white. <laughs> What's really annoying is my dad is full Sicilian. Yeah. He gets mistaken for a Middle Eastern person all the time. He is, have you ever met my dad? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh. One day you have to meet my dad. He is so dark. Like mm. he's, he's brown. Like he's <laughs> so dark. And then he gets in the sun and it just like, he can't help it. Like, he mm-hmm. just gets darker and darker and darker. Never burns. Like, mm-hmm. and my mom is like Freckles McGee, like super fair. Yeah. Reddish hair, yeah. you know, that kind of skin type. And like, both of my sisters got the olive skin. And then I've got this, like, like it wants to be olive. I feel like it could be olive. <laughs> yeah. But it's also just like, it's just white girl skin. I'm like, dang it. I, I got his curly, thick head of hair, yeah. but I didn't get the olive skin. <laughs> That's like my family. I, I took after my mom. Yeah. My brother took after my dad, and they're very white. Uh, they're both blue eyed. Oh. Very light hair. Oh yeah. My, gosh. my mom and I are dark skin. 
brown yeah. hair or brown eyes, dark hair. That is so crazy. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Genetics. I know. Crazy. Wow. It's the, look at God. <laughs> look at God. <laughs> same family. We look different though. The same family. Wow. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. Um, shall we? Yeah. Let's, Let's do get it. started. Okay. Well, this is a fun one. Mm-hmm. This is about losing your community. Oh. Which is kind of a that is kind oh. of a downer heavy one. Yeah. But it's also there's no like I said, no history lesson. Mm-hmm. So it's not so bad. Um but as anyone who has gone on a faith journey has mm-hmm. experienced, I would I would say anyone. I'm I'm sure there's people out there maybe that are exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, anybody who's gone on this kind of faith journey where you're questioning things and you're digging into stuff, um, you hit a point where it's really, really lonely, really lonely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you don't know who to talk to. And you maybe have even tried talking to your friend's group about how you feel. Um, I've said this in another episode, but um, I did kind of like broach it with, broach the subject with a couple of my girlfriends and um, the reaction was kind of like, does it matter? Like, who cares? Mm. And I was like, well, these are just the things I'm thinking on. And they're like, ah, it doesn't matter. Mm. Like, just, I'm just happy to just believe. And I was like, oh, mm. I'm well. not. <laughs> like, <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I can't relate to that. And I'm fine. I'm fine for someone to feel that way for themselves, but it's so unrelatable for someone who's like, oh, I'm digging in and I'm figuring mm-hmm. stuff out. And then to have people around you who are like, I don't, I'm not there. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. it's, it's tough. It's tough. And mm-hmm. then you might find someone who is happy to talk with you about it, but they might be feeling really bitter or really jaded, or critical, or something that you're not feeling in that moment. Or you might be feeling bitter and jaded and critical, and other people aren't feeling it. And mm-hmm. it's really hard to like match up like with other people in the same part of their journey. I think that's mm-hmm. why this is so special, Yeah, because like you and I are kind of just on the same track, and it's made it really easy to talk about this stuff. Yeah. And we see stuff the same way for the most part. And I mean, I'm sure we disagree on some mm-hmm. things and or see things differently and that's okay. We're both very- we, Yeah, we, under, we understand. Yeah. That's like okay. very accepting of mm-hmm. each other's journeys. But you don't, you don't always find that. Like you don't always find people who are happy to accept whatever point you're at. And, and then there's the people who are like happy to listen- but you can see the wheels turning in their head of like, I'm I'm here for you. I'm listening. How do I convince you that Jesus and the church is the right answer? Like, how do yes. I get you back on the right track? And you're like, so many times yes. I would go on conversations like this. And then all of a sudden I'm getting invited to church. Yes. Or like, come to my small group. And it's like, no. I don't want that. I just want you to listen to me. Don't try to bring me back in. No. <laughs> it's so true. They're like, you know what? We discuss stuff like that all the time yeah. at my small group. Like, uh, come and join. Yeah. Or like, my church is really great for people who have questions. And I'm like, no, I'm not saying I have, like, questions. Mm-hmm. I'm saying I don't agree with the church. Yeah. <laughs> like, the evangelical church yeah. is not for me. And you're missing the point yes. if you are inviting me to your version of it, which, mm-hmm. spoiler, spoiler alert, it's the same thing yeah. as every other one I've <laughs> been to. Break to. It to you. But I bet you package it just a bit differently. Yeah. And, yep. you know, it's, it's probably really charismatic. And there's a super young, trendy guy up there <laughs> telling you that, like, Jesus is there in your Mondays. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, thanks, guy. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I feel so much better. Everything is fine now. I feel great. <sighs> yeah, it's not, it's not like that. It's not like that. And so you get into this place. For me, I got really, really lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, probably like in the year leading up to when you and I really connected and really mm-hmm. like, we've been friends for a long time, obviously, but 
there was a sort of pivotal point where we just connected and started doing this journey a lot closer together. And I was just very lonely. And I felt like there was no place to belong. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, it was, when you're not going to church anymore, because church is maybe not your thing now, you know, like it's just not, it's not doing it for you. You don't know if you believe in it. Mm -hmm. Maybe you still go sometimes hoping like this time will be different. Mm -hmm. Um, I can't tell you how many times I went (laughs) and I was like, it's going to be good. I'm setting aside this time Mm -hmm. to connect with God and however God shows up or like, however Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing God this week. Like it doesn't have to be whatever's being said from a stage. Like I'm just going to set the hour aside and just Mm -hmm. do it. That worked for me for a little while, but over time it wore me down because I can still hear what the person is saying yeah. on the stage and I don't agree. Yeah. And I'm getting angry and I'm just arguing in my head mm-hmm. with this person on the stage. And I'm like, how is this conducive like to anyone's mental yeah. well-being? Like it's this exhausting. is not it's exhausting. Especially if everyone else around there is whether they actually believe it or not, but are agreeing, be like, How yes. good is this? And you're sitting there like I what? hate this. That happened. That has happened to me so many times at church. Yeah, where like I'm literally sitting there going, "That is not even like theologically sound mm-hmm. what they're saying up there." And it's not because I'm a theologian, but I've at least taken enough classes to know that you're saying this wrong. Yeah, and like, why are you even up there? Are you qualified? <laughs> you know, like that goes not. Down, that goes down like a whole other <laughs> rabbit trail of like, do you even have a degree in this? Like, oh my gosh. And then like in that moment, someone sitting next to me will go, oh my gosh, this is so good. Don't yeah. you think? Like this is, this preacher is on fire. Yeah. On like, fire, another phrase. The word is fire today. <laughs> like, Oh, and then I I grimace, smile, because I'm like, you're right, it's something. (laughs) I don't know what to say, but I'm like, I'm sitting here going, this is ridiculous, and why are we all nodding along to this? Yeah. And that makes you feel even more lonely because mm-hmm. you're going for the community of it, but you're sitting on the outside mm-hmm. watching everyone all in agreement, you know, wow, what a, this was the best preaching ever. And I'm the lone person sitting there going, this is not even, I don't even know what this falls under. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if this is even evangelicalism. I don't know if this is Christianity that you're preaching. Like, I don't know what <laughs> it is. is. This is good, like, speaking. Good speaking, motivational, like motivational speaking. speaking. Mm-hmm. A ton of, I, I honestly feel like that's where the evangelical church has gotten to Today, Mm -hmm. they're really happy to be motivational speakers Mm -hmm. who, you know, talk to you in the season that you're in, right where you're at, which bothers me, by the way, because you're not supposed to end your phrases, your sentences in a preposition. (laughs) So like saying where you are at is, anyway. (laughs) I love that. It's really annoying. I I didn't even think about that, but I like that. But I do end my my sentences in prepositions all the time, but that one bothers me. (laughs) It's just, it's where you are. That's it, where you are. You don't say where you are at. Yeah. At which you are. At, (laughs) I don't know. should tell them. I'm going to tell everyone. I'm going to tell Don't you dare get up there and speak because my grammar is so perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm flawless in I'm my grammar. Flawless. Full stop. Period. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's, uh, yeah, so it's hard because you're sitting there disagreeing or feeling on the outside the whole time. Mm-hmm. There's no sense of community in that. Yeah. Uh, and just trying, willing yourself to connect to God the way that you know you're you're used to or that you expect to or whatever while fighting this thing that's like sandpaper on your soul, you know that's a really good way to put it. <laughs> that's how it feels yeah um and and so you start losing your community because you can't talk to anybody about it. Mm-hmm. You don't feel it on a Sunday, so you don't go anymore on a Sunday because it's not about like, well, I'm just not feeling it. It's like, this is going against everything actually that I'm learning, I believe. I'm learning about what my belief system is and this isn't it. Mm -hmm. So I can't keep showing up and pretending 
with the hopes of finding community because I'll never actually find community with these people because I can't be honest. Yeah. Wow. So, uh, so you start to lose that all. And then uh, you go on a search, right? <laughs> That's the next mm-hmm. logical step. Mm-hmm. That was my next logical step is, okay, I'm really lonely. What do I do? And having these conversations with my therapist was really helpful because she could kind of guide it from, you know, the psych- psychological perspective of, you know, what, what can you find in your life that is fulfilling that it doesn't have to look traditionally like a church setting. You know, mm-hmm. obviously that's what I was immediately trying to replace. Like I need like a hobby group that I go and <laughs> yeah. like on Sundays and like do something with. <laughs> ceramics. You know? Yeah, ceramics. <laughs> yes. This is my pottery group. Yeah. We meet every Sunday and we... Someone sits up on a stage. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's really motivational. (laughs) And it's great. We sing songs while we potter. (laughs) Potter along on our wheels. Potter along. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that didn't feel feel right in the sense of, like, it wasn't right for me because Mm -hmm. part of the church experience is it was a family experience. My kids, my husband, we all went together. Mm -hmm. And I... I didn't want to then just have like a hobby I did on my own apart from them. So I actually ended up, this is where my recommendations come in. Mm-hmm. I ended <laughs> up joining two groups and I'm really glad I did. Um, I joined the You Have Permission podcast Facebook group, which you can mm-hmm. do um, when you become a Patreon member. It's like five bucks a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get access to all of the like exclusive episodes, blah blah blah. I should be getting affiliate <laughs> link paid or you whatever <laughs> for this because I'm absolutely promoting. I don't think he needs the promotion. He probably has plenty of followers. But um, Dan Koch started that podcast, and he is a religious trauma psychologist. And wow. when he started the podcast, it was was that a child, or was that you just agreeing? I, my eyes looked at the Apple TV screen saver. Okay. <laughs> Is that what you were talking about? I heard like a noise as you looked over oh, and I was like, did my, you agree or did my child I didn't make a cry? noise. I did not make a noise. My eyes just averted from you. It might have been one of my children just I don't making think I made a noise. squeak, but I don't hear them now. I was just looking fine. at the screen saver because okay. it was really interesting. You didn't, you didn't go, huh? <laughs> no, I think it was your child. I think that was one of my kids. <laughs> it's fine. Go to sleep. <laughs> Mommy's busy. <laughs> um, but he's a so Dan Koch is a religious trauma psychologist. When he started his podcast, he um, was doing his thesis, so he was still in school at that point. Um, and this is this is one for another episode because you and I are going to talk this into the ground when we get to it. But um, his thesis was on the end times and anxiety and the link between children who were taught that and then how they got anxiety as like, you know, younger kids and then into Mm -hmm. adulthood and how many of them still have like really high anxiety. so true. (laughs) I have a lot of things to say about that to this day. True. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we are going to go to town on the end times. I'm going to have so much fun with that one. (laughs) I can't wait. We'll have to do a two-parter. Yeah. I can already tell we're going to talk for two hours. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that one's like not a wine. That's like a tequila night. That's a (laughs) tequila That's a tequila and like as many sweet treats as possible, yes, Mike, because yes. that is going to be wild. We'll be double margaritas all Perfect. around. Um, maybe we'll just we'll put a we'll put a cocktail recipe up on that yeah. for that episode. Yeah, we'll be like, we'll, don't listen to this until you've had at least one. Yeah, you need to make this one drink. Listen. Unless you're sober, in which case we will have a mocktail. Yes, recipe. Okay, love, love it. That. Um, so he. He had a he has a community of people. Um, I really love his podcast because it's it's a mix of everyone on it is an expert. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's there's definitely that aspect to it, but it is really conversational. And then he's created that community sort of like outside of the podcast 
So there's the Facebook groups and there's, um, I think there's Instagram as well. And there's just a lot of conversations that happen um, around episodes. He posts questions. People have um, pretty incredible discussions. And it ranges from really intellectual thinkers that are, you know, experts in their field all the way to like me, the mom <laughs> who just dabbles in everything for the heck of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I ended up joining that community and I felt nerdy and weird because it was like, I don't know, I felt like I had joined like chess camp or something, yeah, yeah. Like band camp. Yeah. And I was like the newbie who was like, I got kicked out of my old camp. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you need to find a I'm new community. You need to find a new one. <laughs> oh. um, but I actually loved it. Mm. I really loved it. Oh. I found it to be um, easy and it didn't fill the hole of like going to an actual church service on a Sunday and you know, bringing the kids along and that mm-hmm. sort of thing. But I would listen to it at night or, you know, read the, or, you know, jump onto Facebook at night or whatever and just kind of like interact yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And it felt like, wow, these are all people who are thinking exactly like I am. They're going through what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. They've had, in many cases, they've had religious trauma and they are recovering from it and trying to find a path forward. Um, there are plenty that are atheists that don't have a belief in God anymore. There were plenty that are theologians and um, were like, hey, there's still a way to connect to God. You know, we don't, through all of this, we still think there's a way to connect to God. And um, it, yeah, it was really beautiful. And then I also started taking, and this is where it really started to feel like church a little mm-hmm. bit. I started taking some classes from um, a couple different people, but notably um, Trip Fuller, one of my favorite theologians. Mm -hmm. I've probably mentioned him before. Again, I really should be getting some sort of kickback here. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) Um, But he had a couple couple classes, and they're like six-week classes. Mm -hmm. And you join them. You can join them live and be like in the discussion. And there's like 2,000 people usually in these classes. And um, he always has experts on and it's very structured. It is a class and it's incredible. Uh, And there's six weeks and you, there's additional reading materials and all this stuff that go along with it. Mm. Um, I took a couple classes from him. Cool. I didn't know that. You didn't know that? Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> I did. Him and um, Diana Butler Bass, which was another lady I've mentioned before who's yeah. the historian. Um, I took their class on finding Jesus. I found mm-hmm. that to be really beautiful and enlightening and talking about Jesus through the last 2,000 years, how people have portrayed him, how they've pictured him, who he may or may not have been, mm-hmm. how we can relate to him or not <laughs> like all, it was it was just really great and then I took another class on process theology which I found to just be I, I just loved it I really really loved it mm-hmm. and if you ever are just like I want to dive into the different types of theologies dive into process theology it's beautiful it's really about how everything is in process um, it has a massive focus on the planet and mm. and taking care of the earth that we're on mm-hmm. um and yeah it's really science focused as well which is fun yeah and i like that so i found community i had to dive mm-hmm. in and dig around a little bit but i found community and then guess what eventually all of my friends have joined me in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> here we all are. And this is this is Sav and Janice's church. This is what we do. <laughs> but it actually is. It like is. I find the most community yeah. in this type of thing. Yeah. I think, I don't know. I when I was like in amongst church, like heavily, without the kind of freedom to question any, anything, mm-hmm. I was so 
confused of like why I couldn't connect with like friends. I just felt like I didn't have like deep friendships. Mm. And I was like, everyone's like into church and like I just felt something was off. I couldn't put my finger on it or I didn't feel like I was allowed to like have these feelings. No, of like something's wrong with you. Yes. I'm like, I just, I don't pray enough or I don't believe enough Mm. or... Maybe I don't read my Bible every morning, mm-hmm. <laughs> heaven forbid. If I just read it every morning, yeah. then I would have more connection yeah. to my friends. Uh, yeah, like seems simple, but I, you know, it's not like that. <laughs> That's not how it works. <laughs> so I, I definitely like felt a disconnect from like all of my friends mm. in amongst probably a 10, per- a 10 year period of time. Wow. Which is a long time. It's a long like, time. All of my 20s. I was like, I don't feel like I can connect with anyone. I, I, and I'm now looking back, I think I also wasn't connected to myself because I was like, yeah. I have these feelings, but I'm not going to listen to it because no. it's like die to myself, yes. you know? Yeah. And just follow what you've been told, what you, your mm-hmm. mom has told you, what you believed your whole life. Yeah. But it's not, you're not being true to yourself. Yeah. And I couldn't have these like genuine friendships without me being genuine to myself. Yeah. And then also not like being able to express that to them too. Yeah. So it took, it took a long time to be able to get to this point where we are now being like, yeah. oh, I have these questions. Oh, you do too. Let's talk yeah. about it. Let's just talk about yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You actually bring up a really interesting point, like not being able to connect with people because you're not connected to yourself. Mm. It kind of like reminds me of the reverse of like when you're starting therapy, as mm-hmm. so many of us do now, mm-hmm. um, you start therapy and you start connecting to parts of yourself that you were never connected with before. You start to connect to boundaries and you connect to emotions and you recognize that you have just as much value as anybody else. And it's okay to say no because I'm placing value on myself today and knowing that I want to rest. Mm-hmm. I want to. I don't, it doesn't have to even be a need. It can be a want, you yeah. know? And um, as you do that, you can lose the connection to those around you who are gung-ho, mm-hmm. in the church, we don't care, we'll, you know, burn ourselves into the ground yeah. <laughs> for this thing, you know? Confetti yeah. cannons and yeah. smoke machines. And yeah. we don't care what it takes. We just keep going yeah. because people are going to get saved, you know, and like all the stuff that happens. You know, this is very triggering. Actually, I know, I'm, I'm like, so oh sorry. I'm gripping like, the couch. Like, literally, Steph is like leaning further and further yeah. and further back. From, she's like, get me away from it. Um, like, yeah, mm. legit. Can you tell that we were part of the same thing for a long time? Oh, yeah. <laughs> we know. We were. We've got the same language. We've got the same memories. It's just, um, but as you start to connect to that, you, you might even start to feel a disconnect from those around you. Mm-hmm. And maybe you haven't even gone on the faith journey. You're just going on the you journey, mm-hmm. just the discovery of self. And as you do that, start to disconnect from people and not even, you might not even want to. But it's happening because they can't relate to where you are and you can't relate to where they are. And I've seen that where people are like, oh, she just always says no because she has like, she wants to take Sunday nights off, you know? So she never, you can't put her on roster for that, for that because she'll always say no. And it's Mm -hmm. like this negative thing Mm -hmm. of like, oh yeah, she just, she likes to prep for the week. Yeah. You know, it's so selfish, (laughs) Crazy, you know, or whatever it is. And so there's this automatic divide that starts to Mm -hmm. happen. And even for people who are trying to stay connected, just as soon as you start trying to build in some boundaries and, and that's not to say like, obviously massive disclaimer, not every church operates that way. There are plenty of churches that are like, hey, let's make sure your boundaries are in place. Like, you don't have to say yes to everything. (laughs) We don't need you to say yes to everything. We don't want you to say yes to everything. There's like plenty of churches that are like that. But I think anyone who's been a part of a mega church or a very charismatic evangelical church where everything is just very loud and big and exciting all the time, Mm You can lose yourself in that really quickly. And then if you start to go through a phase of finding yourself, you can get completely disconnected. Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people find themselves on the outside that way, not even through the faith journey. Yeah, I think for me, it was like the faith journey 
coincided with the finding myself journey. Mm-hmm. So the two happened simultaneously and maybe it was sort of the same for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's interesting to think of how different it can be. Yeah. Person by person. Yeah. It's true. I, I, I don't know. I even just like when you talk about that, like being in a mega church and like being in like a very loud environment, not that you're necessarily talking about like loudness, but it's mm-hmm. just like being a different personality than that too. Like yeah. maybe you need to like have time to yourself. And I feel mm-hmm. like I wasn't allowed to do that. Like I'm no. very much an introvert. Yes. So being in that environment, it's not an introvert environment. No. So I felt very out of place being like, I don't want to be mm-hmm. around all these people all the time. Yes. No matter, let's say a faith journey not involved in that at all. Yeah. Just like personality. It's yeah. like you don't want to be involved in that. No. Even, like even just down to those details and like that being, I almost feel like that wasn't okay. No, it's not. It's not. Like you you got to be around all these people all yeah. day on a Sunday from 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you, you know, just push through. You'll yeah. be fine. You'll be fine. <laughs> this is the Lord's work. <laughs> yes. It's, I can't remember how it was said to my husband, but he's the same. He's very introverted. Mm-hmm. And he would always say to me, I feel like I can't be a Christian or be in our church because um, it's for extroverts only. Yes. And if you're not an extrovert, you are not taken care of yeah. in any way. You're kind of like, trampled over yeah. really it's it's so true and, and it was like the way somebody said it was like I'm gonna butcher this because I don't even remember it but it was like your calling is not your personality type like you mm. like you kind of just need to get over your personality type and like do your calling oh. so like you're meant to be here sure you're introverted mm-hmm. whatever what does that even really mean you kind of just need to show up mm-hmm. and be a part of it. And mm-hmm. like, in essence, like you'll get over it. Yeah. You'll get better at it. Yeah. You just got to practice. You just got to do it. And it's like, wow, that is so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy. It's so unhealthy mm-hmm. for people. And I watched it eat away at mm-hmm. him mm-hmm. because he couldn't do it. And he just felt like he was failing yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it didn't become okay until he reached a certain status in the church. And then it becomes okay mm-hmm. Because oh you're you're so and so or you're part of that thing so now you are allowed to actually have differences from Mm -hmm. everyone else yep you don't have to be the cookie cutter version crazy (laughs) we're so similar (laughs) you guys are exactly the same person (laughs) I felt exactly the same it was just like I couldn't like be myself Mm -hmm. I feel like I had to just be this extroverted human yeah that. You know, put her emotions aside. Yeah. And like had to, I don't, even like down to the simplest things of like, I was so scared of like, (laughs) this is crazy, but so scared of like being called on to like pray. I knew you were going (laughs) to say that because that is number one fear. Yes. Number one fear. Please don't call on me to pray. Yes. Like literally every team. Yes. Can I say that? Every. We'll bleep it. Bleep it out. Every damn night. Every damn night. <laughs> Every event that we had, I was like, please don't call on me to pray. Like, this yes. is my, like, I had anxiety about it. And yeah. I was like, I didn't want to go to these events because I was like, yeah. they're just randomly going to call on you because that's yeah. your, you know, you have to do it because you're on staff or you're yes. doing this. So you're a part of the church. It's like, mm-hmm. it was terrifying. And you felt like you're almost a magnet because you're yeah. like, the quiet, wise yeah. one. You're like, I'm literally just an introvert. Yeah. Like, I don't want to talk. Yeah, don't get me up in front of people. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's me who's like, I'm actually, I'm an extroverted introvert. Uh-huh. So I'm extroverted, but I, I need my own time. Yeah. Like, often. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, pick me, pick yeah. me, let me yeah. prove like, myself. Like, and never, I'm in the back, like, do literally not pick me. Never. They will pick my husband every time <laughs> for everything, and he's dying, yeah. full social anxiety, yeah. sweating bullets, can barely speak, mm-hmm. and I'm sitting there like, why am I not special? Yeah. Pick me. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I want to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we're like sweating. <laughs> Just sweating. Like from dying. Yeah. And he would like not go to stuff. Like mm-hmm. I was the same. Yeah. Literally, or like show up late. Like I don't want to get there because they'll ask me to pray. Yeah. And they, without fail, will ask him to pray. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yep. 
Just That's so, so many, sad. So, it's so sad. Because I feel like I had to be a different person. Yeah. And then that alone, that will like disconnect me from like friendships and make you feel so lonely because you like, you don't yeah. feel like yourself. And then you're also like, what's wrong with me? Yes. Why can't I do, why am I scared of doing this? Is it because I'm a bad person? Yeah, am a I a Christian? You know, do I just need to practice more? Yeah. Do I need to, That's what you know? I thought. I was like, something yeah. is wrong with me. That's yes. the whole time I was like, uh, maybe I'm just like, maybe I need to be like extroverted. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I'm happy to be an introvert yes. and don't watch it. everything. Like yes. I don't need to be in the front of everyone. It would really ruin our dynamic if mm-hmm. you were more extroverted because I like being the talker of the <laughs> you two talk, of us. And I like listening. You you talk away. It will ruin everything if yes, you become extroverted. <laughs> Trust me, I'm not trying to be. No. <laughs> I'm happy to be who I am now. Yes. Not changing it. I love it. I love it. It's just, yeah, it's so sad. And it's funny now that we're talking about this because it makes you start to look back on, air quotes here, community mm-hmm. that you're part of, and you start to go, was that community? Or was I swept up in something? And granted, they're probably like, True moments of community, mm-hmm. true moments where you felt like, yeah. wow, I was part of something and that was amazing. But how many times did you feel like, God, get me out of here? Mm. When is it done? Okay, one service down, mm-hmm. four to go. Let's yeah. just get through this. Like, is that really community? Mm. Is that really what it's meant to feel like? I mean, yeah, I know community is not always easy. I don't mean yeah. it that way, but. When you stop and think about how often it just felt awful and forced and you were overwhelmed, dysregulated, exhausted, lost, Mm -hmm. you're like, was it, did I really lose this great thing or actually have I just learned to reevaluate what community is and find it in a non-conventional way? Mm-hmm. Which technically is still conventional. Friendship groups is a very conventional way to have community. Yeah. But but you know what I mean. Not in this group church setting, yeah. but more in these moments together where mm-hmm. we talk about God yeah. and questions. Question things and, and maybe yeah. don't agree on everything. That's okay. Absolutely. I've found way deeper friendships in the, the these mm. moments than I ever did. Yes. At church. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. That just um, reminded me that I had the weirdest dream last night. Oh, I love dreams. I'm all about dreams lately. Tell oh, me. Okay, I I will bleep this name, but um, I dreamt that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Was we? Oh, what was happening? We were like at a venue for something to do with, mm-hmm. and she was like in the venue randomly like as if she belonged there and I was like oh what are you doing back here it was like the green room mm-hmm. and it's like what are you doing back here I was like oh hi and she looked at me and she goes oh hi and then she like gave me these eyes and she goes I hear you have a pretty nasty podcast you've put out <gasps> and I like looked at her and I was like oh. <laughs> and she goes I hear you're talking bad about God, he wouldn't be happy with that. And I looked at her and I said, oh, well, guess what? He's not a he. How's that feel? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> and you I said just it. started laughing in the dream. And then That's I like, the woke up and I was like, wait, that was my comeback of like someone I haven't seen in like 10 yeah. years yeah. to like be like, you're being nasty to God mm. or something like that. And for me to be like, well, guess what? God's not a man. Yeah. Like, it's not a guy. He doesn't have a gender. I love that. <laughs> that was my what comeback. a good dream. <laughs> That's oh, a great comeback. It was great. And I woke up feeling so like, like she has no idea. Yeah. <laughs> like you have no, no idea. idea. Don't you dare. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know my journey. Yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> it just reminded me randomly that I had that dream. Yes. That was great. Dreams say a lot, you know? They, you know, they really do. I know. I was kind of like, wait, am I nervous? Actually, I, you know, I'm nervous. I'm like, <laughs> I'm nervous about some of the people that are going to hear this and what yeah. they're going to think. But then I'm like, you know what? You can't argue with a person's experience. Though. No, you can't. You just and can't. it doesn't matter. It doesn't okay. matter. And 
felt, if you wanted to do this and you felt like you should, yeah, then you should. Then you should. Absolutely. And humans for all of time have argued about God. Mm-hmm. So there's nothing new here. <laughs> Literally nothing new in this. <laughs> and it, the thing is, like, if you say this and you say, like, this is what I believe, this is my opinion, and people don't agree with you and they, mm. let's say, don't want to be your friend anymore, which that's the worst case scenario, then great. you don't need to be friends with them. No. That's okay. There's no rule. That's the beauty in it. You learn who your friends are. Yes. And we are friends. We are for sure friends. Imagine if we get to a part of this where like we disagree on something, but like so strongly Mm -hmm. and like we can't see eye to eye and it bothers us. There's no, there's no world that this happens, but can you imagine (laughs) Imagine. like through this podcast, like we get to a point where like, we're like four seasons in and then, and I'm like, yeah. And you know, like the Trinity, am I right? And you're like. All I believe in is the Trinity. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, and then yeah. all of a sudden we just start this spiral. Yeah. And then you're like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, imagine. And like, <laughs> throw the microphone. You throw the microphone at me. And I'm like, don't, they're so expensive. Yeah. <laughs> I need to record some more. Oh, no. The next episode, I'm like, this is just Janice. <laughs> yeah. It won't oh. happen. It, I can't imagine it happening. We can disagree, because- but I won't throw the microphone at you. I think <laughs> we will disagree. I'm sure we already do disagree, yeah, but it just doesn't matter. Yeah, There's I nothing. love that. Like, I don't want right. to just sit with someone that's like, oh, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right, you're right. It's like, We're cookie-cutter versions oh. of each other. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, yay. that's boring. Like, tell me something else. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's in- really interesting. That's cool, but, like, I don't agree. Yeah. That's okay. That's fine. Yeah, I'm good with that. Cool. Except I'm always right. So, <laughs> wow, are you? Wait, <laughs> this is the thing that we're gonna yeah. have to fight about. This is it. I just found it. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, isn't this great? Mm-hmm. We've got I community. This. I like this. This is a topic. It's, it's interesting. Like very close to my heart. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all about community. I think it's like a, it's a big thing. It's, it's we big. need it. It's hard yeah. to find, and I don't think people admit it as much as they should. Yeah, because I think a lot of people feel lonely. Oh my! And gosh. I felt lonely numerous times in my life. Still yes. do. Felt yeah. lonely. I honestly like I text Janice all the time on Sundays. <laughs> big Sundays are a really hard day for me. I feel really lonely yeah. on Sundays. I don't know. You just feel like the week's coming and you're not ready, and you I don't know. Yeah, you don't feel like you have a lot of people around you. It's like. Sunday's a lonely day. Sunday's a lonely day. And that's just day. on a, like a maybe a small scale. Mm-hmm. But on a bigger scale, people feel really lonely. Yeah. They do. And it's a big thing. Apparently, our generation, well, millennials and Gen Zers are the loneliest of the living generations so right now. And it's so interesting because we're also the most connected. Yeah. But are we connected? But that's it. Like being connected digitally doesn't mean that we're actually having connection mm-hmm. with people. Mm-hmm. And I think it it can feel like a connection when you're, you know, on TikTok or whatever. Mm-hmm. You're like laughing, looking at videos. Yeah. It's entertaining. It's great. But it can't replace actual community time mm-hmm. together. And it can still be. I mean, that community can happen in a digital space. I'm For not sure. knocking, you know, the 21st century here <laughs> as an elder millennial. <laughs> elder millennial, wow. Love oh, that for us. No. <laughs> I don't think we're actually elder millennials, but it's just that we're getting old. And so... <laughs> what is the cutoff for elder millennial? Think, Do we know? I think I've missed it by a couple years, so I'm good. Okay. And, and I know you're younger than me, so yeah, you're definitely good. Okay. So we're okay. fine. It's okay. fine. But I just feel like as we get older, there's no way to get around being an elder millennial. Yeah, you feel it when you look at things. You're like, oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wouldn't it's, do it that way. It's bothering me watching. Um, sorry, this, this is a hard pivot, but it's really bothering me watching the fashion that's emerging because mm-hmm. I remember being a teenager or like young 20s and my sister being like, oh my gosh, we wore all of this when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, well, we'll, we're doing it better. Yes. We've reinvented it. Like, we're so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I was watching someone, I won't name their name, they wore something to Stagecoach, which happened on the weekend. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I wore that in high school. Oh, It no. was like a, a tube top dress. Oh, no. With a belt. <gasps> 
like a circular belt no, over the top with no. cowboy boots. And I was like, I for sure wore that in high school. Oh, we all it did. It looks exactly the same, but like it's come back around and now it's cool again. And I'm like, no, it's not. Okay, not cool. I saw girls walking down the sidewalk yesterday uh-huh. on my way home from work from picking up the girls. And they were wearing low rise flared pants with chunky belts Mm. and then the cami that hit just above the belly button oh i for sure like you know like the lacy cami situation Uh so that the the amount of skin you're showing is from like belly button to like you know, wherever your low rise. Oh, I remember. I think my first kiss was in that outfit. Oh my gosh. My first kiss was in that outfit. Oh, and you're probably wearing like some sort of chunky tennis shoes. Oh, yes. Oh, I was an emo child too, so I probably had a studded belt on. Yes. Mm -hmm. One of the girls had a studded belt on and I was like, I can't do this. I'm looking at myself (laughs) from 20 years ago and I feel sick. Yeah. (laughs) And they were like, they thought they were so cool. And I was like, it's been done. Yeah. Like I was angry. I was like irrationally angry at them because I was like, how dare you? You yell, you roll down the window. (laughs) It's been done before. It's been done until you have had to talk on a phone that is connected to the wall by that spinny little wiry thing that always got extra, extra tangled. (laughs) And you had no damn privacy because of it. And no one could use the internet because you were on the phone. Yep. Until you have been through that, you are not allowed to wear this outfit. <laughs> yeah, put it away. <laughs> Get it off. I am absolutely appalled. Oh, I get it. It hurts. It. it makes me feel so old. I know. Me too. I'm watching my outfits coming back. Yeah, that's always a great <gasps> feeling. And some of them look way better than I know that I wore them. Like I, I know, know. That I didn't wear them that well. <laughs> I know I didn't. You might have. I mean, there's pictures. I know no, I didn't. Like, actually, I've looked. <laughs> like, no, I have. I have literal hard data on this. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, uh, anyway, that's the that's the end of our community talk. <laughs> I love it. We'll talk about it more. There's so many nuances mm. to um, to community and finding a sense of community and getting mm. creative with what community actually means and how to recognize when you're in community. Mm-hmm. That's one thing mm-hmm. I love that my therapist will ask is, how do you know? So like if if there's something, you know, I'm kind of unsettled about or, you know, whatever, and I'm like, well, I just want to take these steps and then I'll, you know, feel better or I'll have what I need. She's like, well, how will you know? What's mm-hmm. the feeling? What's it going to feel like in your body? What are you going to, mm. is there a line that you're going to know, okay, it's been achieved? Mm. I like that. Um, and sometimes you need that with things that can be a bit like ambiguous, mm-hmm. like community. Like yeah. how will I know that I feel like I'm in community again? Yeah. How will I know that I'm, I mean, sure, you might feel less lonely, but I think we all still get lonely yeah. even with community. So it's hard so. to just judge it by the loneliness factor on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's lots to talk about. Yeah, I feel like we can take this one on a couple of episodes. Let's take it on the road. Let's take it on the road. We're going to do a going? road show. We're doing a community <laughs> road show. We should do a tour. <gasps> let's do, a, let's let's do, do a it. Let's do a tour in churches. Oh. I will exclusively <laughs> book us into churches. <laughs> yes. Oh my We gosh. have the best time. <gasps> and I we're going to be it. like, <laughs> so many things I was about to say that I'm like, stop. Let's just, <laughs> don't do this, Janice. You don't want this recorded. <laughs> do it. But we will have a lot of fun. We will. We will have a lot of fun. I say we will because we are doing it. We're doing it. That's it. You heard it here first. We're going on the road. Janice and Sav. Sanus. Sanus. Savis. Or Jav. Jav. Neither. I don't know. Jav is going on the road. (laughs) Javana. Javana. That's it. That's the one. Javana. Javana. (laughs) <laughs> oh, that got We're me ready good. for tour. Book We're us. ready for tour. Churches only. Mm-hmm. Um, there has to be. <laughs> there has to be 
haze. So much haze that you set off a fire alarm. The haze. The haze. We need, we need confetti, confetti cannons. cannons. <laughs> <laughs> but only if volunteers have to clean it up at yes, the end. <laughs> yes. Only. Unpaid volunteers. Yeah, that's it. That's all oh, we require. It's, gonna, it's a lot, right? That's all I'm asking. Yeah. We're going to have a time of music beforehand Mm -hmm. time of worship yes (laughs) strictly strictly on time strictly on time yeah there's no room for anything else no there's gonna be a countdown yep and at the end we're gonna bring back the worship team to do a little party (laughs) (laughs) didn't you guys have so much fun what would our set list be though because it's not going to be church songs wow it's going to be like i don't know i don't know we have to find some I don't know, like Alanis Morissette or something. I don't know. It's like rain. (laughs) Yes. Uh, We could do that song. I like that. That's the song we're going to do. Okay. (laughs) Just that one. (laughs) Three times. (laughs) Sing it again. You must connect to this song. Connect to it. Wow. Well, now that we've planned our tour, I feel like we have nothing else to talk about. Yeah, we're done. We did it. (laughs) This has been um, this has been fun. Mm-hmm. This has been fun. Janice and Sav, and this is not your mom's theology. Done. I like it. We did it. <laughs> <laughs>